Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. The Father actually took an oath. You're a priest, not just temporarily, you're a priest forever. Forever. And, and, and he tells us, you know, he, you know, these guys had, had weaknesses, they were human beings, they, they were, you know, they, they were flawed, they were imperfect, but this, the word of the oath appoints the Son who has been perfected forever. There's, there no, there's no flaw, there's no weakness. Jesus is your priest forever. Pastor Robert shares with you the relevance of this. Despite mankind disobeying God and falling into sin, he chose to give you his son Jesus. In doing this, he offers you one through whom you can be redeemed. Do not waste your opportunity for salvation. Allow Jesus into your life and move forward knowing that he's with you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 7 with today's message. This morning we're going to dig into um, Hebrews chapter 7, continuing our studies through the, the book of Hebrews. And uh, this unveiling of the Lord Jesus, that's basically, the, that's the way I see the book of Hebrews. You know, a lot of times we talk about the, um, the, the, the book of Revelation calls itself really uh, an unveiling of the Lord. But um, I believe Hebrews, in a sense, is, is that as, as well. The, you know, the, the writer to the Hebrews um, explaining to these Jewish readers and to you and me, you know, who Jesus is and, and what he did, what he's doing, what he's going to do if we'll trust him and, and follow him. And so we'll pick it up in verse 20 and then we'll dig into it a little bit. It says in, in Hebrews seven twenty, and inasmuch as he was not made priest without an oath, for they became, or they have become priests without an oath, but he with an oath by him who said to him, the Lord has sworn and will not relent. You are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. By so much more, Jesus has become a surety of a better covenant. We'll talk more about that next week. But also there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens, who does not need daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices, first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this he did once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints as high priests men who have weakness. But the word of the oath, which came after the law, appoints the son who has been perfected forever. 
Now, I hope you can hear the, the, the richness, the beauty, and the power in this passage here because it's full of blessing. It's full of encouragement for us as, as Christians. You know, he's, what he's talking about, um, you know, he's, he's pointing us back to the Old Testament, pointing us back to the Jewish priesthood. If you remember, you know, God appointed Moses to rescue the you know, the people of Israel, bring them out of Egypt and out of, you know, captivity there and, and into the promised land. And, and then he appointed uh, Moses' brother, Aaron, as their first high priest to go into the tabernacle, which he told them how to build. He gave, God gave them instructions about how to build it and all this stuff, you know, and it was basically a, um, a tent. They called it a tent of meeting, but, you know, the place where God would meet with them. And, and so he appointed Aaron as that first high priest to go and make the sacrifices. And Aaron and, and, and his, um, his sons after him, when Aaron died, his firstborn son was to, to take his place. And then when the firstborn son died, the, the next one would take his place and it would carry on like that. But he also said to, uh, to Aaron that his extended family, his tribe, the tribe of Levi would, would serve as priests to support him in that role as high priest. Does that make sense? You know, I mean, they were dealing with millions of people. So in a sense, you know, like, boy, this is, I'm not sure I even want to make this analogy, but, you know, it's like I'm the, I'm the lead pastor here, the senior pastor here. I've got assistant pastors. You know, I have the, that, you know, role, and they, they have their roles in, in supporting that. And does that kind of make sense? And that's the way the whole thing was, was set up. In, in Israel, but he, he says, you know, they weren't, they didn't, they weren't appointed by an oath. They were, they were, just, they were appointed and, and they were human beings. They had weaknesses, but, but now look at Jesus. I mean, God, the father actually took an oath. You're a priest, not just temporarily, you're a priest forever, forever. And, 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 and he tells us, you know, he, you know, these guys had, had weaknesses. They were human beings. They, they were, you know, they, they were flawed. They were imperfect. But this, the word of the oath appoints the son who has been perfected forever. There's, there no, there's no flaw. There's no weakness in there. Now, I'm going to give you three things that, that we're going to dig into and talk about from this. But before I do that, it reminded me of something I read not long ago about a couple up in Georgia that had been married for more than 60 years, they, they, um, up until January of this year. Let me read this to you real quickly. So it's a newspaper article. It says, not even death could end the love story of a North Augusta couple blissfully married for 62 years. From this side of the world into the next, Betty and Charles Bubba Tabor lived and loved inseparably until the heart could no longer pump another beat. A high school romance interrupted by the Korean War. A sailor returned for his sprightly nurse, proposing, short of dating a year. Without cash for a wedding, the couple borrowed money from their preacher and wed. On January the 5th, 1952, for better and for worse, the Tabers held on to each other. In sickness, the Tabers let go of each other, but not for long. Bubba Tabor, 85 years old, died at 10.23 p.m. on January the 30th, following complications from a fall he suffered about two months prior. His bride followed suit just more than 24 hours later, dying in the early morning hours of February 1st. He could not have made it without her, 
and she would not go on without him, said their grandson, Jeff Wheeler. Isn't that beautiful? She had been sick for quite some time. The rest, I didn't do the whole article, but the rest of the article said, you know, she'd been sick for a long time. But she knew that he needed to go first. And so she held on and struggled and fought and waited. And when he went, the grandson said she never showed any grief, any shock, no surprise, no sadness. She just said, well, it was time. And that night, she went to sleep and never woke up. It was time. How beautiful. You know, it reminded me of my mom and dad because my dad is about that same age. And his life pretty much revolves around my mother at this point. He's always been an early riser. You know, I mean, I'm talking like 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. And um, seriously. And um, so he, he gets up these days. He's been retired now for, for quite a few years. And my, my mom retired, and that lasted about a year. She couldn't handle it. She went back to work. And um, she works full-time. She drives an hour each way into a doctor's office and, and um, you know, works her 50 hours a week at the age of 75. And um, so my dad gets up in the morning, like he always has, but he cooks breakfast and gets the coffee ready. And if it's cold outside in the wintertime, he goes out and starts the car and gets the heater going so it'll be warmed up by the time my mom goes out to go into work, scrapes the ice off the windshield, you know, stuff like that, gets it ready. And and then she she heads off and she says, you know, he has her trip timed almost exactly. So usually about the time she's pulling in the parking lot of the doctor's office, her phone rings. My dad calls her every, every morning, makes sure she arrived okay. And then he goes out and works in his garden and comes back in, takes a nap. And then goes back out and works in his garden and comes in, takes a nap. And, you know, cooks and cleans the house a little bit. And when it's time for her to come home, he starts waiting for the phone call. And if she doesn't call him, which she usually does, because she knows otherwise he's going to call her upset. And they talk on the cell phone as she drives home. And that's their routine. He has dinner made by the time she gets home. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. The book of Hebrews contains a unique passage that is many times referred to as the Hall of Faith. This section gives us a synopsis of people who followed their Creator without knowing the end result, or with having each step laid out for them. It wasn't easy, and these icons of trust were definitely not without flaw. God used them, though, to accomplish great things in their time, and to set in motion pockets of kingdom work that would continue to change lives for countless generations to come. Did you know that you too can be counted in God's Hall of Faith? Today, you can choose to place Jesus first in your life. Even if you don't know where the road is leading, faith isn't easy, but Jesus is the greatest guide. 
We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today, and we'd like to tell you how you can listen to more of Pastor Robert's messages. Here's Tracy to share how you can subscribe to our podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. And thank you for listening to today's edition of Main Thing Radio.